Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hare. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? It's going good. Going good. We're here on a, a Tuesday. There's NFL football going on right now. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I'm not watching it. it Seven o'clock start. Like, what is this, baseball? Yeah, was what it was Usher song. Baseball. Going There's no on. crying in baseball. I've cried in baseball. Really? Yeah, when Indians lose World Series. Hurts my feelings. Every single time. Yeah. Dude, it hurts when I flush my children on the toilet like I did uh, <laughs> on Monday. I probably <laughs> <laughs> well, on Monday and Sunday, ate so much food. Oh, you had a food baby. I had a food baby, and that's what got you, it. That's what you. It's like poor Colton. Toilet. I know yeah. you're giving your own children swirlies. I've seen Colton; he's way too big to flush down the toilet. This baby did not smell good. That guy's he's one huge ten year old. <laughs> he's a massive kid. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be. He's like the uh, Mark Andrews. Is he big? He's Mark, not little. Bigger than me, right? Definitely. Mo Ali Cox. Okay, pervert. He's big. <laughs> uh, we're back here uh, after week five, of course. Garrett, hey, guess what happened? What happened? Somebody got hurt. Yep. Ah, uh, Dak Prescott rolled an ankle. Huge, man. Yeah, a little more than a roll. I mean, he yeah. rolled it like 360, like it's a ball. Yeah, that was a compound fracture. Uh huh. And that's not what we're looking for. That's, no. that's when the bone sticks out. Dude. And that, he got surgery. He's already, you know, out and about, I guess, or out of the hospital, I believe. And yep. You mentioned compounds and. Things start to get real frisky. Ask David Koresh. I mean, things get bad real quick. You don't want to be part of a compound. No, definitely do. Definitely not a fracture because that's not good. That's separation. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you want to be together. One thing now becomes two. Yeah. But he's going to be good for next year? Yeah. As a cowboy? Four to six months. Ooh, that's the question. That is the question. Four to six months? Four to six months is the timetable to return. So obviously not this season, but he should be fully good to go next year. Yeah. I mean, you got to think that he's going to be a Cowboy. They're going to bring him back, and it might actually give the Cowboys a little bit of leverage. I think it talks. Probably so, which sucks because he's – It does. I mean, he's been balling out. If anybody deserves that type of deal right now, it's it's Dak Prescott for how well he's been playing. Yeah, it does. It's always bad when a superstar gets his – I mean, yeah, superstar gets – Gets yeah. hurt. Definitely on a career year when he's on pace for 7,811 million yards, which is a lot in my book. I mean, yeah, he was doing pretty well for you fantasy-wise. Oh, dude, I got him in a lot of redraft leagues. In my one league where I'm I'm like a bona fide contender, you know, like th- this was my best shot at Of course, he was my starting quarterback, and he went down. Of course. Do you so have Dalvin Cook in that league too? I do not, thankfully, have mm. Dalvin Cook also. Mm-hmm. But that's nothing long-term for Dalvin. I was say, it sounds like that's just a one-week thing. Right. But then they have a bye next week. But then week, they have so a bye. Like a two-week thing. So it's like, but it's I mean, you're already you, going to be missing I'll call one you. But my boy Madison. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks good. He looks yeah. real He's good. He's always looked good. He's, he's yes. the next Michael Turner. Yeah. I'll I agree. Be- We'll see, though. He's the backup running back to own in the league. You know oh, for I mean? sure. Like he's he's the guys. one. Like, there was only a couple people that I actually thought were worthwhile to handcuff. He was one of those few. Yep, definitely. Oh, he's definitely one of the top, like, handcuff running backs yep. in the league. Him. Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. <sighs> Jarek McKinnon. Cream Hunt's just a starter. Yeah, he's not even a handcuff. It's just like also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also starring. Uh, so Dak Prescott goes hurt. There's there's a couple things here, and um, 
the the thing I'm hoping here, my number one hope, is this kind of hurts CeeDee Lamb's value a little bit. Get a chance to so, buy more? Just, I mean, just reduce that price tag just a little bit because I'm now, I know it's silly on a weekly basis here. We were talking about, you know, three weeks ago, Calvin going all <laughs> in, right? And then it was uh, Justin Jefferson last week. Well, boys, gals, it's, uh, I am Wait, here. so is CD going to have like a super bummer week now this week? Because well, literally the two <laughs> weeks after we hyped him, each player up, they had like nothing. Don't put, that, don't put the evil out there. You already did that to Dak, okay? I didn't do that to Dak. You did. You're you like, did oh, it. hey, I'm in this betting league thing. You know, I'm, a, I'm messing around <laughs> with my bookie, my favorite gambling app, you know, and I'm I'm up big because last week I took the Cardinals and uh, I took the Browns money line. You really remember my story really well. And then I'm like, hey, Garrett. Hey, Matt. I appreciate that you listen so well. Do you think you think the Cowboys are going to win by seven and a half? And you both were like in unison, like, yeah, Rich, more than seven and a half. Bet all of it on it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll bet some of it on it. And then <laughs> what happened? Guys? And then Dak got injured. They would have, in my opinion, yeah. covered that had had Dak on continued on throughout the whole game. But instead, they brought in the Dolphin. Good thing I was up <laughs> so big on my bookie. <laughs> I really wanted to do a dolphin call. I don't even think that was good. No, that wasn't. It definitely was not. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Much, much better. That was much better. I disagree. I actually think it was a little bit worse. <laughs> I hope your children never have to listen to that because they're going to be ashamed of you. <laughs> my three and five-year-old do love to listen to the Dynasty Nerds podcast. Oh, they probably love my jokes. Yep. Uh, so, CD Lamb. You really played three to five-year-old audience. <laughs> Hashtag three to five-year-old audience. Um yeah, the window and see. I mean, CeeDee Lamb's already putting up numbers like in in like historical fashion. He's amazing. Yep, and a lot of a lot of those are coming in the slot. We talked about before. Like my bold prediction was he'd be the number one fantasy producer on that team. I know Amari's still putting good up good up it's numbers. Far, it's not far apart though. Gallup is putting up good numbers, but I mean, when I look at CeeDee Lamb and what he's doing now, it, it's it reminds me of that early like how much I love DeAndre Hopkins coming out of Clemson and how much I tried to buy. I have so many DeAndre Hopkins shares. I have them because like it wasn't when I. Bought him when he was good. I bought him his rookie year. Kind of going all in, like, you know, the Mike Williams buy-in for you here. Uh, I feel like CD definitely falls in the category of if he if he could just get cheaper slightly, any kind of opportunity, or like two first plus some Mr. Turdford. Yeah, I would do it. Uh, if, it if it gives any indication, we we uh, put together our contender rankings, and that's what kind of funnels our, our values for the the GM tool and so there's a few different things that go into that but basically I, if I remember correctly for the rest of the season so this isn't even dynasty value this is just rest of the year he's a top 16 wide receiver so if that gives you any indication as a as a rookie he's already playing at that type of level I mean he's gotten his first game out he got si he got six targets then it was nine then it was seven seven and this past game was 11 so I mean it's I think he's proven mm. I think he's proven that he he's a big part of this offense, and it wasn't like once Dak went down, Andy Dolphin, uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy Dalton wasn't. I swear that was a mistake. I don't <laughs> an think honest, it was. an honest mistake that time. Um, it's not like Andy um, Dalton wasn't attempting to get him the ball as well. So I think either way, he's a big part of the offense. I don't think it matters which quarterback is throwing the ball either. No, and and Dalton's not. I mean, he's not great, but he's a he's, professional quarterback. He's a professional quarterback. He's he's Nick Foles. And and this is probably the most talent he's had around him ever. I mean, and and no, I don't, but not ever. Andy Dalton, I would say so. You what about the year when he had AJ Green, uh, Marvin Jones? 
had Adrian Green, Marvin Jones, Tyler Eifert. And Muhammad Sanu. Yeah, Ooh. I think the guys that he's got now are better. And okay. he's got a running game with him now, which he did not have. All right. It was like Ben Jarvis Green Ellis or something like I that. I mean, guys, that. if you're going to twist my arm, I don't like Indian burns, so okay. <laughs> I've never heard that term in so long. Well, you just heard it two seconds ago. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Stop living in the past. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, C. Lamb goes back. It goes back. To, you said those stats here. It's just when you see it, you see it. Kind of like Justin Herbert. When you see it, you see it. <laughs> kind of like Justin Herbert. Yeah. You really <laughs> threw that in there really subtly and quickly. Oh, we're going to talk about Justin Herbert. I got, oh, some, we will. I got some stuff to say. But that's the Nerd Herd episode. You got to get to the Nerd Herd episode. Oh, that's the Nerd episode? That's the Nerd Herd uh, episode. Subscribe. I, mean, I got I got about a four-minute Thing to say about Justin and Herbert. when Rich says it's four minutes, you can count on ten. It's four minutes, Garrett. Don't put words in my mouth. Unbelievable. He's already got enough. I, I was gonna say I don't need to. I don't need to help you with that. Yep. Words, saliva, too many packed in here. All both come out fast. Look <laughs> Watch out, out. spit guards. <laughs> Look out. So see, like, I mean, if you're looking, so we always say like how like the game of dynasty is always trying to get ahead of the premier round one startup players, especially a receiver, a 21-year-old receiver. When I look at CeeDee Lamb, I see that premier. I see three years from now, DeAndre Hopkins. That's what I see, that yep. kind of player. So for me, how do I get DeAndre Hopkins on my team to put up those elite wide receiver one numbers? And, you know, from wide receiver three to wide receiver 12, but wide receiver one nonetheless for the next eight years on my dynasty team. To fill out my wide receiver position for eight years and not have to worry about it, put me in position to draft running backs in the first round, which I could plug and play on my dynasty championship caliber team. I am looking to package two first and another receiver for anybody. Like I don't know what receiver we had my roster and where to go, but I'm trying to go all in on Ceedee Lamb. Would it be like two first and Preston Williams? Yeah, something like that. Something along those lines. Okay. Yeah, or. I, what, what, what do I what do I have on my team that I can give? Like, would you do, do I, like do a, I have a bonus a, tight end? Would you do a first and a second and like a Debo Samuels, or is that too yes. much? Yes, I would do that. As well. I would do that too, and I love Debo. So do I. But yeah. yes, I would do that. Anybody that's not a like, here here's the difference between any receiver I love, like Debo, I love, but I don't look at I look Debo as a highly successful wide receiver too, right? Wide receiver sixteen to twenty four, which is. Great. It's when you draft yeah, those guys in the that. late first, like you love to have those guys. That's a great draft pick. That's right. a great first round rookie draft pick in your rookie draft. But there's only twelve wide receiver ones. But for the most part, there's only about seven guys that you feel because you know you get the guys that are like true. Julio that are a little older and guys that come and go and fill out that range are true year in year out wide receivers. And to find one that's 21 is it's just impossible to do. Like right now, when you look at like high end young wide receiver ones, you're going to draft. You're talking about like Chris Godwin, Tyree kills 26, but it's just 26. I mean, Daniel Hopkins, 28, Michael Thomas, 28, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Devonte Adams is 27 tw or 28. Yeah. 20. Right you know I mean, yep. so we're talking about guys that you're going to love on your roster for at least three years, which is a lifetime, but eight years is more than double that. I don't know if you guys are mathematicians or not, but I am. So, that's twice as long plus two. I've got that many fingers at least, so mm -hmm. I can do the counting. Okay. Well, aren't you the lucky one? Yep. Okay. Don't play grenades. <laughs> Might not be so Is that lucky. a game? <laughs> yeah. You never played grenades before when you were a kid? Pull nope. the pin out. You guys toss it back and forth and you got count. I didn't grow up in Russia personally, but. Well, neither did I, but you know, east side Cleveland. God bless you. The 80s were a hell of a time, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> War zone. So it's just to get your hands on a guy like that. Yep. It's just you have to overpay. It's it's a overpay worth it. Definitely, if you're not like in a rebuild mode. Even so, in a rebuild mode, you could probably work a little bit of something else out because you have a high first coming in next year. That'd be great. Um, 
even if it's an off-season move, like if Andy Dalton kind of regressed that value just a little bit where he was on pace to put up like high-end wide receiver two numbers, maybe low-end wide receiver numbers, probably most likely high-end wide receiver two numbers, he finishes as like a low-end wide receiver two. Then you end up with a high draft pick next year, which is the draft cl- class is going to be pretty, you know. Yep. Very good at receiver. Very good at receiver. And even running back. You know, Travis E. Really all the way through. I it's, mean, it's, gonna it's be a hard, really good class. It's, even now, like for how good those receivers are, like, you know, Jamar Chase, Bateman. Yep, it, Rondell Moore. Travis Etienne. He looks fantastic. Looks so damn good. And so does Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Well, well, we'll super, see about Justin Fields. Super flex. Coming league. up soon. Uh, and Trevor Ky- Lawrence. Kyle is, Pitts. Have you paid attention to Kyle Pitts oh, at all? Dude, super flex tight end premium. I'm trying to talk <laughs> about it too like much so people don't draft 14 touchdowns. <laughs> like, oh my he gosh. He looks so... I think he legitimately in three games has seven touchdowns. He has seven touchdowns. It's it's unreal. Like he's he legit has seven touchdowns. Yes, he looks so good. He's like a he's like a big Darren Waller. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yep. Yeah, I mean much. he's in that mold. Gotcha. Like Darren Waller, but you get him as like rookie. Jimmy Graham, kind of like a <laughs> yeah. young Jimmy yeah, Graham, young Jimmy Graham that that same type of mold. And then Brevin Jordan looks fantastic out of Miami too. He's more of the smaller, more athletic type of of guy, but. So next year's draft class, like an Irv Smith who just like came Irv, on. finally Woo! did something. Irv. Praises! Oh my gosh, Irv. he's alive, and it was only like ten points too. And I was like so excited. So was that. He's alive. He he scored ten point eight points on it, uh, in this game. How many points he has on the year? Ten point nine. <laughs> Good for him. So um, going yeah. So you know, Dak out, Andy comes in. You're still going to rely on Zeke Elliott here. And I said, it, it hopefully hurts, like, not hurt some big time, but hurt City a little bit. Just some kind of buying window. That's my. Would, that's, would this hurt Zeke at all? Because they're, no. they might be behind even more because they're not able to quite keep pace with how bad their defense is. They're going to have to throw the ball even more than they were before to try to keep in games. I mean, I think what hurts Zeke is the offensive line is a freaking mess. Yeah, there. it's not at all what it once was. Yeah, Tyron Smith just went down with a neck injury for the whole the entire season as well, so that's their starting left tackle. One of the best in the game. One of the best in the game went healthy. The problem is the past few years he hasn't been healthy. Right. And then obviously, you know, they lost their center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only have like one guy. I think Martin's the only one that's like in there and, and performing normally. Yeah, the, the, their center retired at the beginning of the year or before the season and their right tackle is gone too for the season. Yeah, Collins. So, uh-huh. Bad shape. I'm it's, looking here. It's, it's rough. I'm looking here at some receivers. Like I just moved C. Lamb ahead of Michael Evans. I moved ahead of Michael Odell. Evans. Yeah, Michael. That's his right. birth name. Okay. Yeah, government. I appreciate that. Yeah. God bless you. you want some cheese? Um, Odell Beckham. I moved ahead of him as well, and I have him right behind DJ Moore. And even then, I feel like oh, I should put move uh, C. D. ahead of DJ Moore a little bit too. I mean, you should, but yeah, it'll get there eventually. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. And then there's Chris Godwin, and then there is yeah. Tyree Kill, Devonte Adams. And so you have him as like a top 10 guy at this point top 10 yeah top 10 receiver or receiver yeah he should yeah i mean he shouldn't be higher than the guys that you mentioned i mean the the guys that you have below he shouldn't be ahead of those guys so i think you have him pretty close to where oh, he needs to be i love him but it's like is he too low is, am i am i not doing the dynasty right here and looking down kind of pulled him all the way road? up yeah like a true here's an interesting well, one i guess i guess you do have amari there always to offset for at least the next probably two years and so there is that, the, that is like the hindrance a little bit I guess. and there is the risk that Dak isn't back True. and then that does does alter things potentially a little bit i think i think he's a yep. transcendent talent so eventually it's not going to matter anyway but it's just how soon does that come to well, fruition dallas keeps losing and he gets trevor lawrence that's a good it's a good fit then Dak's definitely not they, back. but they did end up winning this week unfortunately for dallas it would have helped them to Ooh, lose i think yeah so they're right. two and three now 
Well, they're not getting Trevor Lawrence because he's going to New York. Yes, either way. One way or another. <laughs> so more news out there. Dan Quinn gets fired. See ya. So what does this what does this tell you guys about the offense? So it was Raheem Morris that took over as, as the um, – he was the defensive coordinator. Now he's the interim head coach. And Former Tampa Bay Buccaneers head Because coach. we know how good they've been on defense, so that makes sense. To well, Dan Quinn was the coach. defensive coordinator. We know he's, he's been helping out. <laughs> well, I mean, Dirk, Dirk Cutter was the other option. So, I mean, both of these guys are, are basically failed – you know, head coaches at some point in their career. So who knows what it's going to actually mean? I mean, I, f- I feel like the offense is going to stay pretty much the same for this season, for this season, as long as they don't start unloading players, which I, I heard Rich McKay, um, the guy who's basically sitting in as GM now. And he said, he, they're going to make moves that are best for the Falcons. You know, they're going to go through the interview process. They're going to get a new GM. They're going to get a new head coach and all that, but they're going to take their time doing it. And in the meantime, he's like, if if moving a player makes sense for us long term, we're gonna do it. So, Julio, he, right? Older players that are on big contracts like Julio Jones. Who knows if that meant these type of players might be moving, or maybe it's just smaller ancillary type of moves. We'll, we'll one of the it. things I actually tweeted this out the other day. The the one guy that I'm absolutely looking to move is is Hayden Hurst. Not because I don't like Hayden Hurst, but not a fantastic athlete by any means. What we loved was the situation he was in in Dirk Cotter's offense. Dirk Cotter's not going to be here next year. We have no idea what type of offense they're going to be bringing in. While he still has this roughly top 12 value, I'm absolutely trying to get out from underneath Hayden Hurst. Yeah, but does he have top 12 value right now? He's been roughly. Yeah, I predicted good, that but. dude to be top four tight ends. Guess where he is? Outside of top four. Not ahead of Leonard Fournette. He's not ahead of Leonard Fournette. Well, that's that was too easy to pick that guy. Be locked in, <laughs> but no, he's been. I mean, he's been. That system is designed to elevate the tight end. He's not been elevated. But I mean, his does his value have anywhere to go but down? Like, uh, is this unfortunately yeah. the high water mark? No, I, I think it has nowhere to go but up because it can't get much lower. What would you if you're in a tight end premium league? What are you giving up for Hayden Hurst? A second? Yeah. Okay, you would take it. I would just rather hold on to Hayden Hurst. We just talked about this draft class. Yes. There are three fantastic tight ends. Yeah. T- Kyle Pitts is not going to the first. Okay. Fryermuth might. Brevin Jordan. Premium league, he's not going to the top 10. Okay. So let's say all three of those guys don't. Let's say let's say Jordan, Fryermuth, him as well. All those guys don't get Fryermuth out. Fryermuth is pretty good too. There's three. There's there's easily three quarterbacks that are going and three tight ends that we're talking about. Three there's backs. about six wide receivers six that are worth. Receivers. Like, so three it, plus six plus six plus wait. Three plus six plus three plus six, 12, 18. If, if there's only three running backs, Four. which there will be, there'll be probably more than that. What all that I'm saying is those high seconds are going to be valuable and you could potentially land one of those tight ends in there as well. Okay. So you could land one of those tight ends. Maybe, maybe, in but if not, you're getting a good running back. You're getting a good receiver. And right now he's, he's, he's tight end 14 on the year. That's so. not a tight end one. Nope. Not even not top one. six, but hey, there's nowhere to go but up, <laughs> and people are getting hurt left and right. So who's next, huh? Who, who's getting hurt? Who's next? Who's the next one stubbing a toe? Nobody on the Browns. It's gonna be Hayden Hurst is what it's gonna be. Yeah, Austin Hooper, great blocker, not producing the fancy level. Had a decent game this week. He had ten targets. That yeah, was yeah. These, very pa- these past two games, he's gotten double digits at least fourteen, uh, fourteen and some change points, and then ten and some change points this past week. Okay. So he's, uh, he's coming around. They're starting to get more and more involved. An, another guy that would be concerning would be Todd Gurley. Uh, 
I believe it was what just a one year deal that he signed. Yeah, so he's not with Atlanta. Running. He's not coming back. Right. So, so that Todd Gurley's been pretty good this year. He's definitely produced, uh, which has been really good to see. I have him actually on a surprising number of teams. He was kind of that like old guy that I was willing to invest in a little bit to uh, to be my RB two in some of the leagues where I went heavier on wide receiver, you know, quarterbacks and super flex that kind of stuff. But they are not married to him at all. He's an older player that even though he's produced, he hasn't necessarily looked explosive by any stretch of the imagination. There could be a team that's just like, ah, shoot, we lost another running back. We could really use a guy. Let's let, let's make a deal for, you know, a third to bring in Todd Gurley. Just for the like rest that. of the year to pound yep. it in there. But why yep. would you do that when you could bring on a player like Le'Veon Bell, probably get something else in exchange sure. for taking on his crappy contract. Yeah, by get a draft pick. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would much it, rather If a team route. has the money, that's the problem. Most of the teams right. that would do it don't have the money to do it. Yeah, you're right. Um, Todd Gurley's contract's a lot more friendly. Yeah, but you could is. redo his contract and make that whole $6 million assign him. You know what I mean? You could redo it. Potentially. Sure. Yeah, I don't know how that works, actually, mid-season. But it, it's possible. I don't know that either. That might be locked in stone at this point. Mm. There's there's always ways to get like the team to eat some of the contract though. So yeah, maybe you, if the Jets are willing to eat a certain portion, they get a better of it. pick. Yeah, yeah. Something or like call that. King Arthur; he can pull a stone out of a sword. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think Todd Gurley is. I think Todd Gurley. What are you pointing me at? You said of pulling a a stone out of a sword. <laughs> you said stuck in stone. Yeah, a sword out of a stone. A stone out, out, out of a sword. Stone. You don't. Guys, not grabbing the rock. Wait, what did I say? Stone out of a sword. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Rewind I'll, the tape. I'll, I'll listen back tomorrow. All right. I definitely did not probably did say that. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, either way, you're pulling something. I mean, it's like, hey, hold this end of the sword while I pull the stone. I mean, who really pulled the sword out of the stone? Isn't the stone in the ground? I think it's Le'Veon Bell. I mean, if you're too weak to pick up a stone, Garrett. Have you never picked up a stone before? Clearly not. Obviously. I pick up many stones. I've seen you. Uh-huh. Passed them, too. Yep. Yesterday, I gave birth. I saw you down there. <laughs> Jeez, oh to a stone <laughs> it could have been i don't know what that was it was not human all right for sure <laughs> oh this is off the rails i have no idea what's happening yep we're talking about dynasty dude what do you mean we do this every week at, on tuesday nights for six and a half years <laughs> well I've, I've only been here for two okay well might not be three if you keep doing those kind of things. <laughs> Start picking up some stones. <laughs> oh, you got the money. Look at, hey, hockey's. Uh, so next, forgot, on. I forgot about those things for a while. So we're talking about uh, uh, superflex mm-hmm. a lot this episode. Right. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? As we're five weeks into the season, we're almost kind of not really halfway through the fantasy year. <laughs> Especially, especially nailed if, it. Especially if they add a week eighteen, which they are throwing around the idea of. Well, they're doing that next way. year for sure. So next year the season to be way well, longer. They're adding. Yeah, they might add a week eighteen this year if there's more cancellations. Richard. I know. I heard that. Okay. But I don't know. What are we? What are we gonna do? I don't in, know. In in that, I forgot case? because you guys were talking over me. Oh God! Ever, why, why would I? I don't ever. <laughs> Heaven talk over forbid! You guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Isn't it kind of distracting when people cut you off and talk right over you? It's a little I, weird, isn't it? I don't it? even know what's going on right now. I can't concentrate. <laughs> it's tough. But anyway, week eighteen. What would we do if they did? If it did come to that? I mean, what would I, we suggest anyway? We, I'd be sitting here rubbing all my fancy football trophies because my season's over. I know, but doesn't that? I mean, how does that affect? Like. like Obviously, there's going to be people on your team, players on your on your roster that aren't going to get the game that it's just going to be a double buy, basically, right? Okay, well, listen, the season's already started. Whatever your league voted on before the season, 
It's what stinks. Some of these people are now voting like, oh, and McDowell had a good idea. Ryan McDowell, it was nice. Like, oh, you put on the message board. Like, if this game doesn't happen, this is your backup player. I don't like that, personally. Uh, after the more I thought about it and people proposed those in my leagues, I voted no on all of them. It's just like, I feel like we all knew going to 2020, this year is going to be different, right? We've lived it. We've lived in 2020 now for uh, 10 months and a couple of days and a couple of weeks. And so that seems like a lot more months than it actually has been. 10? Yeah. For the year, he said. Oh, for the whole year. Gotcha. Not for COVID. Yeah, for not for the COVID. Yeah. Okay. Arithmetician. <laughs> okay. Proceed. <laughs> and we knew we knew going into this year, it was going to be different. It was going to be wild. We didn't know what was going to happen. That's why we had all these talks beforehand. What do you do if the season plays? What if it doesn't play? What if this happens? Listen, if your if your guy, you were a gi in karate, and if your gi doesn't play, then, well, then, you're not karate kid. Yep, exactly. But if your guy doesn't play, wax sure. on, wax off. Yeah, yeah, and wax on, go. wax off. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna be satisfied. That's great, that's great advice. Yeah, it really. Oh, is. dude, it works. <laughs> Locked in. Locked <laughs> if in. you can cut through that madness <laughs> and actually get the message that we were trying to put down, y- hey, you are a genius. If, if Adam Schefter says they're gonna play Tuesday, then it's up to you to risk it. Risk. You gotta risk it yeah. for the biscuit. Exactly. Okay. Risky, Who doesn't like biscuits Aaron. and gravy? Risky. Okay? Risky business, man. It is what it is. Yeah. Tom Cruise, get yeah. down with this shit. Get to your skivvies. Put on your little. Ooh. Yeah. Sunglasses. <laughs> Sunglasses and socks. your socks. You're right across the floor. Yeah. Risky Was you business. Wearing tidy white? That was the eighties. Everybody wore tidy, tidy whiteies. Whiteies were the only option back then. Man, I don't even remember the last time I wore tidy whiteies. True in, story. In the eighties, that was the last time I wore them. It was definitely in the eighties. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time ago. I went from tidy whiteies to boxers. I wasn't even born. And then the boxer briefs. <laughs> Garrett never even wore them. His tidy whiteies was a diaper. That's right. <laughs> now I'm a Tommy John man. I wish they would advertise with us. Yeah. Best underwear in the world. I haven't tried them. I would definitely try them if they advertised with oh, us. I've never dude. tried them either. Yeah. I like got, Duluth. I use the Duluth ones. Okay. Like Wouldn't know what those are. I go straight up under armor. If anybody knows Tommy or John, tell them to get at us. Yeah. I'm more than happy to promote You need surgery? Body. Yeah, oh. I'll throw a couple of pitches. Right. Wrong way. <laughs> the wrong way. Oh, you ever see Fifty Cent? Baba Booey? <laughs> no, they're bad. Oh, no. it was it was really yeah. bad. Wrong he way. Like almost hit first base. <laughs> oh like. man. Jeez. Yeah, Subline wrote a song about him. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about before that though? Uh, at some point, we need to do sponsors and ads for the show. Yeah, we have we have those too. But yeah. what are we talking about before that? 18th game, how we're going to handle it, and then oh, we were doing yeah. tidy whities. So if, if, yeah, <laughs> well, dude, nobody wears tidy whities. Come on, was this the 80s? <laughs> Marty McFly over here? Hey, two and a half years this guy's been in the show wearing tidy whities. Honestly, Can you trust him no, and his advice. A, no, voice a little high. <laughs> oh, that's me too. Um, if Adam Schefter doesn't play Tuesday, I have Josh Allen going tonight. Why don't I? Because Josh Allen is my best option at quarterback. I was willing to risk it. That's. I mean, you have to make those kind of decisions. You don't need a message board or backup players. You either put the guy in and you risk it, or you put Andy Dolphin in. And you lose. <laughs> Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. No. It did. Please stop. I'm going to practice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to go home, stand in front of the mirror. That one actually hurt me a little bit. That, that really was did. really bad. Well, are you guys against me on this? Or are you guys with me on this? I, I'm Switzerland. Like, I don't really oh, care. Would be Switzerland. Like, if you want to do it in your league, do it. If you don't, don't. I don't. I truly don't care. That's true. If you do want to do it, I really don't care. I don't care. I just vote no. I vote yeah. no too. Because when I see, and here's why. Here's the gauge. Like, I don't. I I haven't done it yet. But every time I see somebody posting their backup players, I'm like, what the fuck? Is 
What yeah, it bothers doing, me. Man? Yeah, it's like, like come on, get backup players. Yeah, come on, go, go, the, jo- go join a best ball league. Yeah. This isn't best ball. Put on your tidy whiteies. Come on, nerd. Gosh. This is Dynasty Nerds podcast. That's true. Your, in your, so is that a compliment or an insult? Your, I don't no, know. it's the opposite. Your Dynasty Nerd is sweet. Okay. But actually, nerds without the dynasty. Actually, I have no problem with nerds either. Just I was say, nerds has really become a big part of pop culture. Well, they're just smart, and yeah. I like smart people. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like dumb people and people that make really bad dolphin noises. <laughs> that was a great dolphin noise. It clearly wasn't talking about me. Clearly well, not. before we get to our next segment, how about a word from our sponsors? Sirs, sirs, sirs. Prestige worldwide. Why? Hey, that's the second sponsor. All right, now it's the first one. Go ahead, Garrett. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Prediction Cat- strike is the second one. Catalina one. Mixer. That was Step Brothers. Come on, Step man. Brothers, man. Oh, didn't we talk about the Sunday? We Sunday did once. That's why you gotta you, get that's on why it. That's why he thought you were gonna maybe pick up what he was dropping. Oh, for a movie I saw once. Yep. I would have known. Yeah. Did you ever see? Uh, never mind. I haven't seen Mallrats. No. <laughs> and you haven't seen Hot Rod. We gotta get together and we gotta watch them. Watching, watching back, movies. Back to back to back. Back to back. So mall rats, hot rod, mall rats again. Yeah, because that's how you <laughs> sandwich. Say it. Hot rod sandwich. sandwich. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> you probably do clerks, hot rod, mall rats. I've seen mall. clerks. You have seen clerks. Uh-huh. Did you enjoy it? I did. Love clerks. So God, that movie's so good. I gotta go back and watch that. So good. Like every couple of years, I gotta go back and watch it. I remember like three, like three or four years ago, we were doing a podcast and we did like a whole like summer of talking about Kevin Smith movies and more. Yeah. And somebody was like, "I watch those movies because I respect you guys." Like, I just don't get it. Maybe he's a '90s. <laughs> And I think we prefaced it as that, like, um, you know, like it might not talk to everybody, but if you grew up in the nineties, it definitely does. Dude, listen, if you think we could be friends, not us, but like you listening in myself and you watch a Kevin Smith movie and you don't, okay, I won't say all Kevin Smith. If you watch clerks and mall rats and you don't find that shit hilarious, then you, you probably don't enjoy my sense of humor. <laughs> you probably aren't listening. <laughs> That's true. You're probably not listening because that's right up my alley. Listen, some people hate you're me. You're probably one of our some one star comments. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those people. Rich isn't funny. This is brutal. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, leave us, leave us a review on iTunes. Only if you're going to leave a five star one. If you're going to leave a one star one, well, keep that to yourself and go listen to another Dynasty show. There's plenty of them out there. A plethora. But none of them are Cornucopia. giving all this hot topics that we had so far in 30 minutes of saying. We've gotten a lot covered. Trade all for CeeDee Lamb. Yep. Dak rolled his ankle. Dak rolled his ankle right out of the. Compound. Right David out Crush of the, fractured it. He rolled, out, right, rolled it right out of the skin. Did you just penetrate your fingers? <laughs> wow. <laughs> pervert. That's the bone going out of the skin. <sighs> what a hot dog I am right now. <laughs> and then. What, and sh- then. what show are we doing today? It's off the rails for we're, sure. You know what we're about to do. A two-round Superflex Mox. Woo! Mock. 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 Not Moxie. Not Moxie. But before we do, a word from our sponsors. That is my bookie friends, family, listeners. My bookie right now, it's back in action. It's been going on action. We've been talking about them all year. Me, myself, I'm a user. I'm not. I'm. This is more of a confession. What are those called? Testament? Testimonials. 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 This is a testimonial. I sign up with my bookie. I use the promo code nerds. You wanna know why? Because I put in X amount of dollars and they gave me X amount of dollars back. Guess what that X amount of dollars was? Same amount of money I put Seven. in. Yeah. One hundred percent match. And now listen, there's those other big time guys out there that have been promoting ever since the you know dawn of gambling online, you know, or fan doing stuff, but they don't give you your money double your deposit because you've already deposited. 
not at my bookie. And they got prop bets. They got all kinds of action over there. And right now, you call me Mr. Hot Hand Vegas Rich Dotson because I am in fuego. You want some picks? I can listen to my phone and tell you what some of my bookie picks are. Hit me up on Twitter, at Rich. I'll give you that info. Last week, Rams. Last week, Cardinals. Last week, Browns money line. Bet each one individually. Then I parlayed them. Guess who won all three of those bets? This guy right here. No only bet I lost, the Dallas pick. Pick bet that you two turkeys told me to take. Yeah, how can you possibly blame us for that? If you don't feel good about a bet, don't make the bet. If I don't feel you good about be- a bet, I feel too, I can talk to two of my good friends and I say, "Hey, good friends, <laughs> I watch a lot of football too. What do you feel about this?" And when my, I feel like Dak will be fully healthy the whole game, when my two sad good friends <laughs> both look at me and confidently say. Oh, they're going to roll easily win by more than a touchdown. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'll bet X amount of units on it. And it doesn't come through. Good thing I'm already a winner and I don't need you two scrubs. <laughs> That's why you should hit them I up on Twitter no for these scrubs, my bookie bets. Again. Hit me up. But no you need to go to my bookie right now. They've got a lot of good things going on in there. They're going to double de- your, de- your deposit down there at my bookie with the promo code nerds. So you just got to use that promo code nerds and you're getting double your money back. You're playing with house money and then you're already going to be up money too. So you're getting free money from my bookie. You're probably going to get some free money from hitting me up on Twitter. And then you got enough knowledge just from being an avid dynasty player. You got the inside edge. You know who these third round receivers are. You know who Michael Gallup is. Yeah, you right? do. You know who he is. You know who CD Lamb is, mm. right? What receiver is he is so far? Uh, so far in the year, I don't know. Yeah, if you don't know anything. He's, like, he's a top 18 guy. Definitely don't know if Dallas is going to win by seven and a half. That's for sure. Yeah, don't ask me. But you can ask me because I'm up big at my bookie. Tan. That's right. He's tan. CeeDee Lamb's tan. Wow, that's two fingers. Yep. Hands. Two fingers. <laughs> two, fi- two fingers. That's 11. That's 11. <laughs> that's 11. Arithmetic. <laughs> I'm an arithmetician. A rich matician. Yeah, at my bookie, I'm an arithmetician because I am up. And you can too. Just go to my bookie. Hit him up. <laughs> know who I like this week? Browns money line plus one seventy. You had your caffeine today. Book it. And I have to, there's a couple other more too on there. I'm gonna look at my phone right now, but it's on there. My bookie. Get to it. Put in that promo code nerd so you get double that money back. And uh, thank me later. Buy me a Ferrari with all your winnings. Ooh. Actually, you know what? I don't even want a Ferrari. In Dynasty Nerd Red, that'd be sweet. Ooh. Buy me a buy me a Super Bowl tickets when the Browns mm. go. So I'll take, I'll, take a, I'll take the Ferrari if you're throwing around Ferraris. Uh, I'd rather go to the Brown Super Bowl. All right. Ferraris come and I'll go out of your garage. <laughs> Garrett. All right. Let's go to a new sponsor that we have this Ooh, week. This sounds nice. Can I listen? You may. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll, uh, maybe they'll get involved. Maybe I'll dip in. Yep. You know what? We're going to talk about prediction strike. What'd you call me? Oh, you heard me. A prediction. Ooh, I am pre. Go ahead. So prediction strike this is your opportunity. Have you ever looked at a player and you said, you know what, man, I wish I would have had an opportunity to get this guy day one. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Day one, I wish just get with him. Uh, I mean, just get uh, him. On my, I mean, <laughs> get, with, get, yep. get with him on my rosters. Right. Yep. Garrett, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> at predictionstrike.com, you have the opportunity to do that. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes. And so it's a way for them to get even closer to the game. Basically, all you got to do, go to predictionstrike.com, create an account, deposit the funds, and then you can buy, sell, or hold players just like the stock market. Just like the stock market. That's basically what we have here. We have a stock market, which there's a lot of our fans out there that might know a lot about investing and things like that. Wait, you can make money doing this? Straight cash, homie. What's this site called? Prediction Strike. 
you know who's got the inside edge on this? Who? Dynasty players. What? We know all these good up and coming players. It's not like we've done a ton of scouting, watching film, like on the film room and all that kind of stuff. Oh, this is easy. You just buy, you just invest in Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb. Imagine if you would have got Dobbins, Slayton last year. What's Darius up? Slayton. He would have been free. Preston Williams. I mean, and, Justin and Herbert. Guys like, rich. guys like Mike Williams, who started off so hot and then drop, 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 drop. And now they're booming again. But booming Baby again. Baby, come back. Baby, come back. What? Are you talking about Will Fuller? No, I'm not talking about Will Fuller. Sounded like it. He's got small hands and he smells like cabbage. He does. <laughs> so for me personally, if I was going out there and looking like, who do I want to buy right now? Jonathan Taylor hasn't looked super great so far, but I really believe in him as a player. That might be a guy that I would go out and invest in his stock. That's exactly how it works. Did you imagine getting that penny stock, James Robinson, <sighs> about four weeks ago? <sighs> buy low, sell high. We literally do buy low, sell high options all of the time. But you know what? You have an opportunity to get in here with Prediction Strike. Get started today by visiting predictionstrike.com and sign up with the code DYNASTY to get an additional $10 for your first deposit of $20 or more. That's DYNASTY to get an additional $10 for your first deposit of $20 or more. All right. Two round, super flex mock. Week five in the books. Everybody's played. Except for the Bills and Titans. Yep. Can we have an update on the score? We can. Let's go over to our handy-dandy ESPN app here. While you're looking that up. I got it. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. Okay. A super flex two-round draft between the three of us. Okay. What's the score? 28 for the Titans. The Bills only 16. That's not good because I bet my eight-year-old $3 that the Bills would win. Ooh, you just lost he three did, bucks. He did the Titans. The kid couldn't name four players on Titans either, which is Blows my mind. AJ Brown having a day already. Seven receptions, Have 82 they. yards, and a touchdown. Hey, who else is having a day? Have you looked at uh, some of the other receivers that are doing well by Gabe, any chance? Gabe Davis? No. Uh, Cole Beasley's got six catches for 53 yards. Maybe move <laughs> up a little bit. Uh, you must be talking about Johnu Smith. Four catches, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Maybe Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Ten receptions, 106 yards. Fantastic. Is that good? That, that, that is, is he a wide receiver one this year? I think so. Oh, somebody's not really good. Actually, with this, this will bump him into the top five on the season of oh, points per game. Wow. Sounds like somebody knows Dallas is going to win by more than seven and a half over there, too. TJ <laughs> Yeldon also has a catch for 22 yards and a touchdown, which is TJ. Holy cow. Who's TJ Yeldon? Yeah. Blast from the past. Poor man's Adrian Peterson is what I call it. him to. Yes, you did. Missed that one Super about poor. Missed that one about as mad as we missed DK Metcalf. You know what? As long as you say poor fantastic. man's version, you can get away with almost anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah. like Great Depression. You just, yeah, you just didn't talk about how poor. Is it like, you know, living in the suburbs as opposed to the penthouse? Or are we talking about like, you know. I'm, I'm talking about Oscar the Out on your poor. face. Like, <laughs> Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> living in the trash can. Yeah. All grouchy and stuff because he's living in a Did trash Did you ever game. see the SNL skit that they did about Oscar the Grouch? No, but the best is during... Halfway uh, through, we're going to watch the that. greatest, The greatest comedy hey, special he's of, got such a of all time is Dave Chappelle's Killed Him Softly. Hands down, I'm a comedy guru. Hands guru. down, greatest comedy special of all time. It's not Chris Rock. It's not George Carlin. It's Dave Chappelle's Killed Him Softly. <laughs> he's like... He's talking about Oscar does his... Uh, uh, the Sesame Street special, you know, he's like, he's making fun of them all. And people were like, talking about Oscar Grouch. He's like, yeah, Oscar, you're so grouchy. He's like, yeah, bitch, I live in a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous, grouchy. <laughs> and if you live in a garbage can, You'd things aren't going so good. You'd nope. be pissed. But th- we're not talking 
garbage cans. Apparently we are. What, what kind of garbage <laughs> can do you own? Mine are city provided. Mine really? also. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think like mine are too. Hmm. Does everybody have city provided garbage cans? Not in the country. Well, they don't have a lot of things in the country. <laughs> such as cities. So, <laughs> moving on. Superflex, tight end premium, mock draft. All right. Where are we? Week 5, 2020. The people want to know. I'm going to mark it down too so we know everyone's teams. Says Garrett. Okay. Who wants the first pick? Because I don't want it. I'll Garrett, take the first pick. You go first. Superflex, tight end premium. Since I gave birth yesterday, I'll be number two. <laughs> we'll just go right down the road. Right, right down the road. All I'll right. Take I'll take I'll take Pat Mahomes. Why? Uh he's fantastic. Good I, enough like, for me. Like there, there's no analysis needed. He's he's that good. Oh, we're doing a superflex tight end, not a rookie draft. We're just no, doing no, no. straight up. Just straight up. Where are these oh, players okay. landing right now yeah. for you? Garrett, Matt, there's no rookies anymore. We're in the season. It's week five. I thought, still I, thought, I thought we were doing a check on the rookies. My bad. I was I I wasn't aware what we were doing. Oh, so. we'll do a rookie. We'll we'll recheck the rookies and redraft those like we always do at the end of the year. Okay. Fair Spe- enough. Speaking of which, one one Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, or is it Justin Herbert? Ooh. Ooh, this is kind of number. This is kind of tough for me here at number two. I was gonna say I feel like two is harder than one for me. No, well one's easy. It's slam dunk easy. It's well, you chalk. just said you didn't want it. Because it was so easy. I don't want to be like that kind of guy. Like, I'm here like, oh, this week on ESPN.com for your fantasy advice. Just pick your player. Go ahead and start Michael Thomas. Well, actually, that would have been. Go ahead and start Ezekiel Elliott. Like, oh, like Johnny Smith. And like, oh, who's Johnny Smith? Like, he's he's a sleeper. (laughs) That's what people in the office would say. Like Michael Scott. The old office. I love Michael Scott. I was watching an episode of that for the first time in a long time. Guys, we're in the middle of mock draft. Come on, get together. (laughs) Number two, I'm taking, I'm still going to take, I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Ooh, risky pick. Not even a top five quarterback right now. Not even top 10. I think he's quarterback 11 on the year right now. And it's just the offense seems a little bit out of sync right here. He's banged up uh, going into last week, but still with his rushing ability, and his accuracy being improved here, and hopefully they can still give him another weapon, um, you know, outside of Miles Boykin <laughs> for that offense. I'm still going to risk Lamar Jackson on my return on investment. I almost want to go Russell Wilson here. Wouldn't be a bad pick, but I, I, you're you're taking the words out of my mouth here. So uh, yeah. at one oh three, at one two, I'm still going Lamar Jackson. I'm not gonna let last year like I'm gonna let five games like completely deplete his value. I still love his rushing upside. Uh, I still like his passing ability. I'm still going Lamar Jackson here, but I'm really tempted the way that Seattle's opened everything up to go Lamar Russell Wilson. But for right now, the pick's already in. I can't take it back. I'm taking Lamar Jackson. And with that, I'm going to go on the third pick, and I am going to take Russell Wilson. I mean, at only 31 years old, he's got plenty of longevity left in his career. And the fact that, like you said, that they're they're unleashing him a little bit and letting him throw the ball. And you know, DK Metcalf is a wonderful downfield threat, and mm-hmm. he really fits Russell Wilson's skills to a T. You know, you pair him with with Tyler Lockett, and I think they have a really good combination. They like throwing to the tight ends. They got a couple of good ones there, and Greg Olson and Will Disley as well. I mean, they're even getting the running backs involved in the passing game also. So. It's all good stuff for Russell Wilson, and at 31, I, I think he's just that valuable right now. He's going; he, he is the, yep. the 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 quarterback one right now. So uh, it's it's an easy slam dunk for me. Yeah, Damn. I think that's a great pick, Garrett. All right, I'm going to be the first one to go away from the quarterback position, and I'm going to take CMC. 
Now we know that he's dealing with that high ankle sprain and all that going on right now, but sometimes it's easy to forget how fantastic players are through like three weeks. Christian McCaffrey was still a top 12 running back just because of how good he was the first week and a half. Like he, he's so, so talented and to be able to get a difference maker at this position with the fourth pick, it, it's, it's too tough to pass up. Yes. I love a lot of the other running backs. I know Kamara's healthy. I know Zeke's healthy. Those are tempting players. There's good receivers I could be taking, but I, I still think he's going to be just fine when he comes back. He's never been injured before. I think he comes back just fine off of this injury. Okay. That, that's, that makes total sense as well. Um, you can never go wrong when you don't have the top running back in the game, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if Mike Davis looks as fantastic. Just imagine how good. Uh, oh, it's going to look so good. And, and what is with the Mike Davis hype right now? He, dude, he's producing. The high I mean, level. I mean, he looks really good, but come on, guys. I mean, it, when when CMC comes back, it's going to be his game. It's going to be his. It's going to be. His you don't shit. think they gave him that money for no reason? I don't think they gave him that money for no reason. I love giving away money for no reason. So stop the ridiculousness out there. Well, I'm on a clock right. here. Take your guy, and I'm taking my guy. I'm taking a wide receiver. Ooh. I'm taking the number one wide receiver in fantasy football currently, and the number one dynasty wide receiver in my rankings currently. Uh, a guy who just signed a contract extension who's locked in here with, with Kyler Murray currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boy DeAndre Hopkins. That's right. We're five weeks in. Who's wide receiver one in the year? Nuke. It's DeAndre Hopkins. He's up five points over Adam Thielen. Behind him is going to be Calvin Ridley. Then DK Metcalf, who I was way wrong on. I apologize. Hopefully, it's my biggest miss of all time. Uh, but I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins here. Still, we're talking about 20-year receiver. Fantastic hand, still a great route runner. Just one of the a future Hall of Famer, one of the best receivers in the game consistently. Year in, year out, the one guy you can rely on. It's the reason I said go out there and get CeeDee Lamb, because I think you can get the next DeAndre Hopkins. And you can't here we are in a super flex start on premium, and I'm taking him number five overall in a super flex tight end premium league. There's only I mean, one running run one running back and two quarterback three quarterbacks taken and i'm still taking deandre hopkins over michael thomas i'm taking ahead of him alvin kamara zeke i'm even taking him over injured dak here just because i just a guy like guys like deandre hopkins are just too hard to come by not only is it wide receiver one you're talking about a top three wide receiver year in year out those are championship build around caliber players i feel comfortable about another quarterback i may be able to get later uh or even running backs and get later again running backs are always plug and play i don't like to go running back early here christian mccaffrey's not a bad pick but give me deandre hopkins all day and i'm you know i'm i'm grappling between a couple of players right now um in my brain michael thomas is one of them and dak prescott the injured dak prescott is the other one and and for me you know at 27 years old and and a ton of kind of uncertainty there I'm probably going to lean towards uh, da- uh, not Dak Prescott, uh, Mike Michael Thomas at this point, just because if I knew Dak was going to for sure be back with the Cowboys, I think he would be the slam dunk pick here no matter what. But with the injury and and just a little bit of uncertainty, just due to the fact that he's not signed there long term, I'm going to go the other route, the safer pick, and, and go Michael Thomas here. Yeah, definitely the, understand that. The slant, Although there is the, some risk there too with the slant king. The the slant. Sl- Dude, I want to buy that shirt. <laughs> It was a sweet shirt. <laughs> are, are we at all mildly like I like Michael Thomas. I've followed him since he was in college, going to Ohio State and everything. Recruit some DBs that can cover me. Yeah, I mean, are we? <laughs> are we at all about? I know it, it, it. It's funny now, right? But him getting a fight, punching a teammate, and then going at it with the head coaches too. Are we worried at all that he might flip the Antonio Brown script and get all like wonky diva? Yeah. 
wonky, on the best, nobody talks to me, nobody tells me what to do kind of attitude. I love the guy. I'm right. just one. It's, it's never a good sign. Definitely a head coach like Sean Payne that one, I understand you get in a fight with your teammate, but I heard the report was he wasn't even suspended because of the fight with the teammate. Like it was that he was like not taking any counsel whatsoever from his coaches and yelling at the coaches. I actually did not hear that. Yeah. Um, so, so that is a little bit alarming. You want to take it back? That, that worries me. It's just, already been done. What's, what's done it is done. Is Guys, I'm going to say this. Like when I read that report, my first instincts, I have some Michael Thomas shares is okay. Once Michael Thomas value goes back up one, he's 28. He's viewed as number. A lot of people as a one, one receiver. I'm going to look and try and recoup. Like, can I get CD lamb plus for sure. Michael well, Thomas? And that's where I was a couple weeks ago. I was already there before all of this stuff. This only confirms stuff for me because I was, I was worried about Drew Brees. I was worried about, you know, the, the injury. I was worried about all this. I was like, how does this value get any higher than it is at this moment? This is only, it doesn't have to get higher. To so I, I don't think it has to get higher. I think it, it could sustain easily. And I think and he did produce with Teddy Bridgewater as well. So I'm not as worried sure. as much about Drew Brees. And honestly, the way Drew Brees is moving the ball, like I think you could do equal to or better. Like even if you get like a, a can't not, a Cam Newton, you know, if he doesn't resign New England, someone on those lines, or maybe they, maybe Sean even, Payton can even work with Winston, James Winston. I was gonna say even Winston was good for his fantasy receivers. Yeah, Justin Field, you know, I mean, they could find a way to get a quarterback there. So I don't think <coughs> it's that, but like I'm just when I see something like that, when I see a red flag like that kind of pop up, it's like okay, if I can like I, maybe he's fine, maybe it's not, maybe it's a one time situation, right? Maybe it's a blip on the radar on that. But side. the risk of that, like if I can get CD Lamb plus, right? If I can get. Honestly, like Stefan Diggs plus, like what's my point differential? Like Stefan Diggs for Michael Thomas, you can get Stefan Diggs and a first. Yep. And maybe it's like a medium first. Like, and I don't feel terrible say about easily, that. I think you get a first. You know I mean, I, I wouldn't feel necessarily terrible about that because Stefan Diggs right now with Josh Allen's gonna put up wide receiver one numbers. They're both Stefan Diggs is actually a little bit younger than Michael Thomas as well. So I'm I'm taking Michael Thomas's age. I'm taking this recent outburst against the coaches in the fight and the fact he came out on Twitter today and said, I'm not here to squash rumors. It is what it, you know what I mean? Like, I like almost like saying, yeah, I don't care. You know, like whatever. It's like, that worries me a little bit. Like, I don't want to see. And he had a lot of off season beefs with a lot of different players too, about talking about how much better he was than them. And just, there's just enough smoke there where you, you, you got to assume there's a little fire. Right. Exactly. And it's like, I still love the guy. He's definitely my top receiver. I have him as my wide receiver two overall in D dynasty. But if I can get equal value or equal value plus some, depends where my team is, you know, obviously, then I might be like once that once he comes back and puts up some, starting to put up some numbers, watch the numbers be too good. I don't want to move them. It's just on my radar. And I want yep. to put on everybody else's radar too, in case you didn't see that report. So, yep. uh, Garrett, you're in the clock. So, um, you know what, Rich? I don't know that you're going to like me here because I, I'm guessing this might be your next pick because it would be good to pair these two guys together. But I really like Kyler Murray a lot. I think he's a fantastic young quarterback. I think he's in a system that is perfect for his skill set. And we're we're seeing that the Cardinals aren't necessarily playing that well right now. They're kind of a middle of the road team. They're, you know, we've we've seen Drake not do super great. There's really no other receivers outside of uh Nuke that you really trust at the moment. And despite all that, he's still a top five quarterback. So even when everything isn't going perfectly, he's still producing. Like, I just don't see how his value doesn't maintain or somehow even increase 
once things all get figured out in this offense and get a better offensive line, they they add other weapons, blah, 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 blah all that kind of stuff. So and when you get I'm the all in Hopkins, it just helps. Yep. You know what I mean, and, and, and they've been trying to put more receivers, but more receivers around them. That's why they drafted all those receivers. None of them else is really panned out there. Uh, Christian Kirk's not that great. Andy Isabella is more of an NFL guy than a fantasy football guy there. And Larry Fitzgerald's obviously his way on out. This is not a bad pick at all. I wouldn't have taken probably Kyler here, but it's not a bad pick. Only because... I feel like I could wait a little bit more, and I'm more. I'm just as happy getting a Josh Allen. I'm just sure. as happy getting a, a, a deflated value of Deshaun Watson, um, Joe Burrow, even. So I could, I could wait a little bit here. I would actually go Alvin Kamara here. Now I'm, I know I, I mentioned. I know I mentioned, and I know Zeke's on the board here too. I'm very aware of that, and he's he's close on here. But and I know I mentioned I don't like taking running backs here, but Alvin Kamara's are guys that just aren't you know everyday running backs. This is a guy I'm not worried about. Uh, you know, Drew Brees leaving because he's a system. He's a system running back, and a, a new quarterback. It was the only, uh, uh, give me a rookie quarterback or a new quarterback like Cam Newton. It's only going to help Alvin Kamara dump more footballs off to him. He's just so dynamic in the passing game and in the open field. He's just a fantasy football dynasty gold machine. He's just he's consistently going to put up double digit points week in week out. He gets enough goal lot. He gets enough carries out of the backfield and looks good doing it. Yep. Where to me. This is, I know Saquon's on the board here too, but with the ankle, we're behind that offense of line. I'm going to play it safe here, and I'm just going to take Alvin Kamara. Just sign that contract extension. I know he's not going anywhere for quite a while. I have me a running back that can put up high-end numbers for a long time going. I'm going to go ahead and go Alvin Kamara here. And with that, I am going to take Saquon Barkley and be pretty happy about it. Uh, I know that the offensive line there is kind of a disaster, but at this point in the game, uh, I'm going to hope that that thing starts gelling as the season goes along. Mm -hmm. And by the time that his ACLs uh, repaired, he's going to be better. Or yeah. it, it's going to be better. Yeah, it's a, it's a young offensive line. There's there's it can't get worse. Right, like, things cannot get worse for for Saquon Barkley. He's 21. Yeah. If, if he if he was healthy. Is he 21? I think he's like 23, 24. 23, oh, 24. Okay, yeah, I was way off. But so, <laughs> I'm not an arithmetician. Um, so, it's just the fact that like back-to-back -back years, he hasn't finished as, well no, as, as a running back one. Back-to-back -back years. He so. wouldn't have made it this far if he hadn't been. Oh, yeah, he would be top three pick. He would have been up there. So, I'm getting him way down here at, at six. So, it's all. Yeah. yeah, I have no problem Great with value. that value. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the, I guess it's a third receiver off the board. I'm going to go to Vontae Adams. I think there's a big three there. Yep. And I think he's the third guy in that big three. And really you could argue any order for me and I, I wouldn't really have an issue with it. And so uh, to, to take him here at 10, uh, he's connected to Aaron Rodgers, who we, we've seen how fantastic he's looked. Obviously Adams is a little banged up, but in the one game he got to, got to play, he looked incredible. Right. Uh, and so I, they, they've been really, really cautious with him. They gave him kind of the extra week that they didn't need to give him because they had to buy the week after. So we're finally going to get to see him back in pads and stuff again this week. He could he could easily average a touchdown and eight receptions a game from here on out. Stud can't go wrong. It's kind of like all these first round picks. There's no bad pick. I mean, right. that's what sucks about doing like a a two round mock draft. <laughs> all the picks are good. Yeah, you know? yeah. It would be nice it's, to do five or six where you get to the later, that's where the that's. That's where you build a team. That's where like, you got Stefan Diggs the, this year. The first, <laughs> the first two rounds are chalk for the most part. Like yeah. you're, you might disagree on a player, but you're getting a really good player. It's picks three to, through six is where you start building a dynasty roster. Yep. Um, and trust me, I've had just as many misses this year as I had. I mean, we did that nerd. It's been a wacky. That, uh, oh, the nerd invitational one. Oh, Jesus, the worst startup team. Of course, we do with all the big time names. You know, like Ryan McDowell, Kyle Yates, Ball Black, Evan Silva, Evan Silva. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, my team is the worst. Danny Kelly. It has been a wacky year, man. Connor Rogers. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, good it's a good group. It's, it's a good, good group. group. But uh, yeah, 
No name place. Hey, Trevor Lawrence is going to look great on my team. Hey, um, I'm going to clock. I think this pick is another pick easy for me here. Um, granted, you know, like obviously this is going to be my team because there's no sure. in leagues, but I, I'm going right. Same thing I said about Alvin Kamara. I'm taking Zeke Elliott. Yep. Just a, a bona fide year in, year out, running back one. Somebody can plug in there and give you high end numbers every single week. Viable in the passing game. Unlike Alvin Kamara, guaranteed almost those goal line carries. To me, this is just an easy pick. I don't have to go into it. It's Zeke Elliott. I'm taking Zeke Elliott here. I know there's lots of receivers, but there's plenty of receivers for me to love. And we can already see these running backs start to dwindle. I need to get one of them here. If I'm in a startup, knowing I can come back and get somebody sure. better in the second round, whether it be my first quarterback or receiver or be a Superflex tight end premium, maybe even like a George Kittle. But right now, I'm playing safe and I'm going Zeke Elliott. All right, and here I am going to go super risque and Ooh. and go and go Dak Prescott. Ooh, risque! Yeah. I mean, at this point, uh, I think the juice is worth the squeeze. Obviously, he's <laughs> he's injured. He's on. He's playing on the franchise tag, so he could be elsewhere next year. But um, I, I like his talent enough that uh, I'm going to take him here. So let me recap the first round here real quick. We've got Pat Mahomes 101, Lamar 102, Russell Wilson 103, Christian McCaffrey 104, Nuke at 105. Michael Thomas at 106, Kyler Murray 107, Alvin Kamara at 108, 109 we've got Saquon, Adams went off the board at 110, Zeke at 111, and Dak at pick 12. Sounds like a bunch of good players. Sounds like a bunch of good players. Kick us off with 2-1. This, it's, it's funny that this is the start of the second round because it, <laughs> it feels like the start of the second round. Like it's... It does feel like another tier of players now. So just just as my thought process, there's a couple things going through my head. I, I like Tyreek Hill here. Love I think he, he's a good value. He's connected to Mahomes for a long time. And if this was my actual team at 101, I'd have Mahomes. And at 201, I'd get Hill. So, you know, that would be nice. But I think I'm going to take the position that's going to be a little bit more depleted here coming very soon. I'm going to take Josh Jacobs here at 201. Uh, I really like Josh Jacobs. We've seen him get more involved in the passing game this year. And that offense looks pretty good. I know everybody loves to crap on Derek Carr, but he's played really well despite the two rookies being banged up for a lot of these first five weeks. We saw Henry Ruggs back this week looked really good. Darren Waller has been producing. Uh, it, it, they were up. They were able to upset the Chiefs. So, I mean, this is, this is a team that can compete with the big boys. And Josh Jacobs is the key cog in all of that. He can do it between the tackles. He can catch the football. I really like Josh Jacobs a lot. He yeah, plays I, a, He plays a man's game right he, there. He's, he's no argument. You take a guy like Josh Jacobs, there's no arguments <clears throat> ever for me. We're still in the same tier. There's no arguments here. Uh, and I'm going to piggyback right off you on that, where, you know, when, when I'm in, in startup drafts, it's not about my overall rankings. It's about the ebbs and flows of the draft, right? Like, I can see what's happening here, and we've kind of talked about throughout the last year and a half about how dynasty rankings have changed, and I'm taking Dalvin Cook. Good pick. Where yep. another, like, top, well, to me, the last guy in that top tier. I guess you could probably throw Aaron Jones in there. I still would love to see him re-signing Green Bay first, just just to make sure. Yep. Not saying that that talent can't move elsewhere, but we've they, seen Green Bay do weird things lately. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, I'm gonna take Dalvin Cook, last guy in a tier here. I would love to get Tyree Kill. I would love to get Deshaun Watson. I would love to get George uh, George Kittle. Joe Burrow or George Kittle here. But for me, Dalvin Cook, and I know that the difference between that talent and the talent I can get at receiver later, quarterback later, or tight end later is drastically different than Dalvin cook. Very happy to get him. Um, yeah. So I'm, I actually, I'm going to um, crack into these tight ends. I'm going to go George Kittle here. He's, you know, by far the top guy on that list. And, he, and he's so young compared to a guy like Travis Kelsey, who's close to him probably in production for the next few years. But as far as 
getting the age and the extra years, I'm going to go George Kittle. Yep. Good pick. So Tyreek is still on the board. Yep. That's, that's tough to pass up. But there's a lot of running backs that I do still really like that are on the board. Uh, give me Tyreek Hill. The, the reason being here, I, I, I do think that when you have a receiver that is this much younger than the rest of the top tier, well, I, I'm going to get an extra two or three years compared to Nuke, compared Michael to Devontae Adams. Yep. Com- yeah, compared to all of those guys. I'm going to get a few extra years. And he, it's it's with the best quarterback in the league. So it, it's tough to say that there's any receiver outside of the potential boneheadedness of Tyreek Hill where he could make some really poor decisions off the field. Other than that, there's really not any risk with Tyreek Hill. And that's that's the big thing here is it's it's you don't want to miss with your first few picks. And I think he's really, really safe where as a couple of those running backs I do really like, there's a much higher aptitude of missing on those guys and i don't want to miss here where did where did clyde edwards Alaire go did he go yet in this no, he has he not gone yet. oh my bad yeah, he's, he's still, <laughs> still on the board. Uh, i have a feeling where he's about to go so <laughs> Just uh, i love the tyreek hill uh pick as well that's like the end of a tier for me essentially i mean you could throw chris godwin in there but we new coaching staff Brady. new quarterback everything's been a little different looks like mike evans still the number one there so for me i would easily taken tyreek hill here but going back to me flipping here i am going to go ahead and take joe burrow it's Ooh. it's somebody that I still believe in he's looked I know these last couple of weeks he's is getting killed out there but Cincinnati is not going to have a, a great team this year they're going to have a decent draft pick again this year they're probably going to use an offensive line they have to know I think Mike Brown is smart enough to know um, as an owner that he does need to invest and protect Joe Burrow from what he's seen this year so he doesn't end up with a, a David Carr so to say yep and because he's getting killed out there free agency and the draft I look for them to bonify uh, this offensive line him locked in with Tyler Boyd Joe Mixon T Higgins still shows me that Joe Burrow is a great super flex asset and I just don't think he'd be here when he comes back and for me this might be a slight overpick for other quarterbacks maybe on the board and I know Deshaun Watson's on there too but I'm taking the youth I'm taking the talent that I believe in on an up-and-coming team that just needs to show up the offensive line. Because even the games they're, they're in, I know they got blown out by Baltimore. They've been in some games, and he's shown a lot of promise here mm-hmm. already early. I'm going to go ahead and take Joe, Joe Burrow, young quarterback. You can never have too many of them in Dynasty. And I missed out on some elite players here, but I think in, in a couple of years, this is a pick that can pay, pay off. And down the road, I can get another older quarterback to offset, so I don't even need to start Joe Burrow right away. It's sure. kind of like an investment in my long-term Dynasty in a startup. So Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, and with my next pick, Josh Allen's still on the board, right? Josh Allen is that's, also still that's on the board. That's why I almost took Yeah, I'm going I'm to take Josh Allen. As much Ooh. as I talked up Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Garrett almost wrote it down already, I, should I think Josh he already Allen. did. He's scrambling over there to try to delete things. Uh, delete, uh, delete, 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 delete. Um, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Just nah, two- I take my pick back. I'm taking Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Uh, I already got him. You can't unpush the button. Yeah, so. It's probably the best pick, honestly. 24-year-old quarterback uh, of the Bills who just who has been improving year in and year out uh, the, the past few years, and and it's just really come on this past year. I think he's a is he top four uh, guy this year. He's 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 up there. He's up yeah, there pretty high. We'll top see. Four, we'll see five. after tonight. Right. Yeah, I missed. Yeah, that and that. You know, Matt, you're right. That's that's the pick. It's over Joe Burrow. Yeah, like, I mean, at this, point, I love Joe Burrow, but it, it's a pick. Yeah, he's he's been a little bit more established, and he's just been getting better and better. Not that Joe Burrow can't, but we've seen the actual progression here uh, out of a guy like Josh Allen, and they're putting pieces around him. Stephon Diggs, as much as I like to kid, is a good player. John Brown's there. They got a couple of young guys as well that uh, that are coming on, and, and 
I just like it where his future's going. Yep. All right. So here's probably my most risky selection so far, uh, but I am going to go with Joe Mixon here at 207. The big thing for me is the past two weeks, six targets and eight targets in the passing game. That's been the big thing that's been missing from his floor before because he's always been fine on the ground. We've never had any issues there. It's been how much is he going to be involved in the passing game? It looks like they're finally starting to say, oh, one of his best skill sets is catching the football. And that's how it was, you know, looking at his tape in college. Yeah. They used him in the passing game all the time, and that's and that's why we liked him so much coming out. And, it, and it's an ascending offense. We, we've seen the ceiling. You know, he had the ceiling game a couple weeks ago. And the, I, I think because of Joe Burrow, they're going to invest in the offensive line. But that only helps Joe Mixon as well. So I, I think that he is going to continue to be an RB1 for his entire contract. He just signed that new deal, which is the other part that gives me that extra boost of confidence to be willing to take him at 2-7. Okay, and for me, coming back, easy pick for me, Deshaun Watson here, uh, quarterback Texans. Young quarterback, now put up the year, just like I predicted, he wouldn't put up big numbers this year. He has no true number one receiver. They could change that all this. Well, they have no draft picks, but they could change it <laughs> by a free agency. Uh, it's a receiver. They're, they could do some things there. have a new coach coming in, new should, new GM coming in, so everything mm -hmm. should change here in Houston. All the change should benefit Deshaun Watson. Still an immensely talented quarterback, just in a really bad situation, but this is dynasty. I'm looking long-term, what he can do for me. I, I don't love to pick again, but you know, as we started seeing a couple quarterbacks go, I, I re I'd rather be a have sure. than a have not when it comes to these young quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson fits the bill perfectly. I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. And with the ninth pick here in the second round, I am going to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire finally, um, get him off the board. Uh, you know, obviously he hasn't performed quite up to the expectations that we had for him when when he was drafted. But he's still he's the top he's a top twelve guy. He's so he's a running back one. He's right at number twelve right now, and I think the best is yet to come. I mean, they're, they're, he's only going to get better in this offense. I feel like he's only going to become a more integral mm -hmm. part as, as he kind of grows in the next couple of years. So that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna take him here and feel pretty good about it. And the guys that seem to just never be able to be separated, I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor here <laughs> at 210. Uh, he's actually at 13 at the moment okay. uh, on the season. And so uh, they are, they, they've both not necessarily, that was a double negative. They, neither one has produced quite what we've hoped, but it, it's, it can be difficult for some of these young players to just step right onto the field and just produce like studs right away. Right. Uh, so one of the things we're seeing with Jonathan Taylor, yes, he's putting up better yards per carry than, than Hines uh, and, and Wilkins that are also in this offense. But he, it seems like the game is still just slightly too fast for him. At some point, those things do slow down. You start to understand the concepts better. If you're already basically an RB1 when things just haven't gone well, it, things will get better. Let's hope so. All right, 2-11, Rich. I want to make the pick, but sure. Yeah, I mean, everything's there. It's just, it's a real, it's, I can't even explain why he's not putting up better numbers. But uh, for me, I'm going to take another receiver here, another young under 25 receiver, Chris Godwin in Tampa. Uh, he's been banged up, so he's obviously he's going to inflate Mike Evans' numbers, but still a really talented receiver under under 25. I'd love to get his man, those guys in my roster too. It'd be between him and DJ Moore for me when it comes mm -hmm. to receiver aspect here or honestly CD lamb, but I'm going to take the guys who've already clearly shown it and not arguing with, with DJ Moore. The only thing is he's, he's going against Robbie Anderson to give him that one year contract, but yep. Matt rule loves him. You know, Mike Evans, he has to go with Mike Evans and CD lamb's going to go with Amari Cooper. So I'm going to go with the guy who already did it and put up top five numbers with that other guy in the roster already. And I'm going to take Chris Godwin. 
Not a bad pick. Um, not a bad pick at all. I am actually going to um, – I was grappling with going with another young quarterback, but I think we'll just save that talk for the next Ooh. The next podcast. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of close it on a, on a boring note. I'm going to go tight end Mark Andrews as my, as my second tight end off the board. I think he just produces at, at such a nice level here that all you know he's going to have a nice differential compared to the guys that I'm looking at right now. Uh, I like him off the board now. Yep, I have no problem with that pick at all. So to wrap up the second round, Josh Jacobs at the first pick, uh, Dalvin Cook at 202, George Kittle 203, Tyreek the Freak Hill at 204, Joe Burrow at 205, Josh Allen 206, Joe Mixon at 207, at 208 we have Deshaun Watson, CEH goes off the board at 209, Jonathan Taylor right behind him at 210, Chris Godwin at 211, and Mark Andrews at 212. I just saw a report Le'Veon Bell released. No. Seriously? Crazy. I, I saw it. Just, it popped, Jets released Le'Veon Bell. Crazy, but not crazy. They couldn't trade him. They were trying to trade him. They, they, were, they were floating reports. Quick. Yeah, they were floating <laughs> and reports. Le'Veon Bell tweeted the uh, grateful praying sound. Praying sound? Yeah, the praying hands. Oh. You can hear uh, this? Red alert. The bre- wow. Well, there's there a lot of teams that can use them. Maybe we uh maybe we should cover that for a little bit on the next episode. We can talk about it. Yep. Let's go into it, shall Maybe. we? Yep. Adios.